We're live! So welcome to Dadpreneur Revolution live stream and podcast. So today we have an amazing, amazing dadpreneur on the show. So this is cool. This is really cool. I'm excited. I have to take a breath now. Okay. So today we are here to show up as dads, as men, as leaders for our communities and our families to show a way how we can level up in all areas of life. To live a life without compromises and not perfection, but without compromises and a constant evolution. And the man that we have on today is amazing. I've known him for a couple of months and I'm really impressed. So he's, most, he's, he's a husband, he's a dad, he's an entrepreneur. Right, these are the fundamentals, and he's a best-selling author. He's a public speaker and is a self-healing mentor. And that's the, just that concept is super cool. We've got to dig into that. And his passion and purpose is to give people hope and belief. It's beautiful. And basically, a quick introduction story is that. With hope and belief, he overcame paralysis. And I didn't really know what paralysis was, but it's basically not being able to walk, right? And that's the tools he used to overcome depression and take back the control of his life. And his message is very simple. It's super powerful. I can do it. You can do it. So really what I appreciate about this man is the, the month I've known him, even though he's gone so far, he continues to level up. He continues to step up, to show up more, to be vulnerable, to explore what else he can do to serve the community. So it's both a man of greatness and a man of humility. So good to have you here, Aaron Timms. Hey, how are you doing? Very well, thank you for your kind words. Very well, yeah. So I want to dive in straight into a couple of checking questions. And the first one is about your wife. So let's start like with the most important part, uh, first and i think to, to become a dad and entrepreneur we need to have or like to have our significant other gives us so much support and yeah. could you share with me a, a surprise that you gave your wife that she just loved or that she absolutely hated <laughs> oh wow um one that she loved okay um one that she loved was actually our proposal um i took her to paris to um, propose uh, our engagement to her and I bought her a beautiful ring and I took her to the Lovelock Bridge. Uh, I think they've removed most of the locks now actually because um, the purpose is you, you, you put a lock onto the bridge like a key lock and you actually tie it onto the, and you lock it to the bridge so your love stays there forever. Mm. And I took her to the Lovelock Bridge and I proposed and I was so nervous. She was like, what's wrong with you today? What's wrong with you today? You're acting strange. <laughs> and but you know what, though? It was beautiful. It was a moment where I could really express my love for her because mm. the truth is um, I, I do do a lot. I'm privileged. I get the honour of helping people to heal. I get the honour of helping people to really transform their lives. But... I couldn't do any of that without her, her mm. support. And um, it was a moment that enabled me to show her really how much I love her and appreciate her. So, um, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I can totally recognize this, like the heart pounding. My wife was excited to say, like, something is not as it usually is just before. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Could you share with me, uh, like, some of your favorite ways to connect to your, to your daughter and how it makes you feel to, to do that with her? Yeah, actually, do you know my most favorite way to connect with my daughter is um, I used to spend time out, like, playing with her. And mm. the purpose that I used to do that for is because, like, she, she deserves to be, um, to have that time with me, with her dad, and we play. And then recently, because I've got a coach, you see, I've got a life coach who keeps me aligned. Um, and, and I believe that's important for everyone. And we were talking about this. And I was saying, and we were having a conversation about children and how beautiful they are because they're not uh, conditioned yet. They don't have expectations from society and they're just pure love. Unconditional, mm. true, unconditional love with no expectation. And in that moment, like my coach looked at me and he was like, have you ever tried actually learning from her? And I was like, yeah, 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 we had this conversation. He said, no, have you actually done that, learn from her? And I was like, hmm, 
No, not really. So now what I do, rather than spend time playing with her to serve her needs, I actually spend time with her learning and stepping into her world because her world is, there's no darkness in her world. She's 11 months old. There's lots of light, lots of love. She has unconditional love. She lives in the present moment. She's not anchored by past emotions. She doesn't fear the future. She's in the moment. And I learn from her. So when she screams, I scream. When she plays out like that, I play out and I copy her. I mimic her. And by doing that, I get to submerge myself in her world. And actually, that serves us both deeply. And I learn so much. I learn to be present. And that moment is beautiful. So that's how I connect with my daughter. And, and we really connect heart to heart. Did that answer your question? That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> Amazing. I love that so much. Like I've, I've been working with like yourself, my like inner, inner child processes. Mm. And I've been exactly with the same realizations. Like, okay, I've been telling all these things to my inner child. Like I to my inner little boy, Matthias, like, I love you. I'm here for you. I care for you. But then I had the same realization. Like when did I actually listen to him? <laughs> you know, it's just me talking, but that's not parenting. It's like really like holding the space. Like here, you can say what you want. I love you anyway. Mm. Yeah, super important. Actually, if it's okay, I'm yeah. just going to mention something that I I work with with some of my clients. Actually, not all of them, but some some it's the right thing to do. And um, inner child work is very powerful. You know, for some of us that we've had childhood traumas, um, that inner child and that beauty and that playfulness and that that genuine unconditional love and joy can get lost. The truth is, it doesn't get lost. It gets compressed and and covered up. It's always there. And something that people do is they try to nurture the inner child to try and um, uncover that joy and the love. Like, you know, strip away the layers, you know, like the layers of the onion and uncover the heart. Actually, the, the child, that child is not within us. We are the inner child. And I think that's a bit of a... The, I think that's a bit of a mismatch for some people to try and find the inner child within us and go searching. Actually, all you need to do is look in the mirror because we are that inner ch ch child. We, we never change. We just got covered up. Like life took us out. And if we can learn to connect with that and feel that, job done. Like it's beautiful. And I, I just wanted to bring that to everybody. Yeah, awesome. It's uh, I totally resonate with it. It's like we have these goals and want to achieve all these things, but actually the achievement is, is, is right there. It's yeah. not. It's not outside. It's inside, and and when it is inside, the outside part of it is so easy to to grasp. Yeah. I know you do a lot of work and have such a high consciousness and awareness of of life. So could you share some kind of actions, activities, routines, habits, or also could be non-activities, not doing anything, that makes you feel alive and keeps you in check? Yeah, I mean that's a very big and broad question. So I'm gonna home in on it and, and bring it to kind of one thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to give like the, the ultimate thing really that everything comes back to. And one of the things that, that grounds brings us back to the moment, helps us to um, reconnect with ourselves, is just breathing. You know, I've got processes in place, mind, body healing processes that I've extracted. Um, as you mentioned, you know, I was in hospital in September, 2008. I was left completely, paralyzed from the waist down. I was told by my sp spinal surgeon that I was never going to walk again. And 12 weeks later, I walked out of hospital. I used the power of my mind to heal my body. And in that, as you can imagine, there's lots of powerful processes. And I've extracted those out over the last 10 years, but really the last few months mainly, and put them into step-by-step -step processes that are simple to use for people but you know what without getting too deep into that right now the one thing that i could say to everybody that is available to all of us is breathe okay we breathe all the time 24 hours a day seven days a week because we're our autonomic nervous system controls that for us right it controls our heartbeat it controls our breathing and, and other things but the thing is we we unconsciously breathe if you can consciously breathe it's like reconnecting with yourself 
And the only time that we breathe automatically, we breathe slowly, is when we feel safe. And actually, because life takes us out, because life can be stressful, it can be traumatic, it can be frustrating. Uh, uh, many people that I come across live in, um, you know, live in a place of blame or anger, frustration. And those places are not places where we feel safe. Yep. And that means that we breathe <laughs> quickly and we breathe, we don't breathe deeply and we train our bodies to feel unsafe. So even when mm. we're asleep, sometimes our bodies don't feel safe. And just by bringing awareness, consciousness to the breath and taking a moment just to breathe slowly, yeah. that in itself will, will amplify the results you have in your life. You know, not just with healing, I specialize in self-healing, but not just with self-healing, but having awareness to be able to be in the moment. It will help with your relationships, your careers, even your sports and your hobbies. It will make you feel better. The power of the conscious breath is limitless. So if I could just say to, to people one simple thing to start with, notice your breathing and be conscious of breathing and just breathe slow. You know, breathe slowly, breathe deeply, stretch your breath. That's it. That alone will, will change your life. Can you share some strategies like how do you remind yourself to breathe? Because it's so easy to get wrapped up in it. The baby's crying and, you know, you had a to-do list and it's like all these things, right? So do you have any check-in points or some reminders to actually just practically do that also um yeah you can do things like i mean common things are people wear wristbands and um, when they notice themselves getting stressed they flick the wristband it's like a state change bring yourself back into the moment there's lots of things like that i've used those um they work but actually you know it's a practice it's a habit it's being willing to to do the work and actually say, and actually honest, mm. just be honest, honesty. Okay, like put your hands up. Okay, Aaron, like I'm not feeling okay right now. I'm angry, I'm frustrated, why? Mm. And then ask yourself the question and when you ask, just breathe. Mm. And it's like anything, it's like it's like riding a bike, right? The, fir the first time you ride the bike, you're wobbling. Mm. You're not sure if you can really do it. You're not sure if it's gonna work, but you, you know you can intellectually, but you don't yeah. know here because you've never done it. And you start to you start to do the process, and it's only when you've ridden the bike, you've you've overcome the wobble, you've actually rode it down the road, and you're okay. You kind of feel into it, and and the more you do it, the more it just becomes second nature. And yeah. like the like the riding the bike starts off with a belief, like I believe I can ride a bike, but I'm not sure because I haven't done it. Mm -hmm. Starts off with a thought, and it's the same with conscious breathing and bringing awareness to your moment. The more you do it, the more it becomes uh, second nature. It becomes a knowing. And when you've done it, when it becomes a knowing, it becomes second nature. It becomes part of who you are. And it just becomes automatic. And it's and you can actually ask someone for accountability. You know, ask a loved one, wife or husband or friend. Hey, if I if I get stressed, if I get whatever emotion that is your your kind of demon, if I'm feeling like that, just point it out to me please just let me know and yeah. so i can take a breath yeah. and and that is that is the first step that is you know being willing to receive love and help and support is probably the, the most yeah. powerful first step yeah so, beautiful and then of course do the work breathe <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to actually breathe yeah, yeah I mean, it's one of these things like it's, it's always accessible so like i i i have a home gym and there's like it's always accessible so you can always do it later right the breath is like ah, i just do a little bit one more thing and then i, I do a conscious <laughs> breath but it's like having a gym you have to go to it's like actually there i might as well do it uh so it's one of these tricky things and uh, my wife actually has a tattoo here on her arm and it says you are where you need to be breathe Oh, well, there you go. So your <laughs> wife is very wise. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is, yeah, definitely. Uh, so th this is a, a huge insight, and I want to ask you another question, and if the answer to this question is what you already given, you can come up with, this, with another thing. But what is, like, the number one truth or insight that you have had in your life that you think that if everyone on the earth had this insight, you know, the world would be such much better place? 
and also please share how you came to realize this insight oh wow that's a big question um have we got four days <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm gonna try and narrow this down i suppose um i think for me uh probably the biggest lesson is about being selfless and um i think there's a mis uh, a misconception people that in my experience when i've spoken to people working with people um you know not at my events and one to one going to other people's events and this seems to be a common theme that i come across hmm. and and people think that um being selfless means that you can't do anything for yourself hmm. and doing something for yourself taking time out for yourself is kind of selfish and the true meaning of being selfless and wanting to help people is um and the joy that it really brings is probably the big lesson and like for me speaking from my own personal experience was i had to learn to actually deeply love myself um create self-worth within myself create self-love within myself to be able to let that flow into all areas of my life if you can't have if you don't have something you can't give it to someone so if you don't have self-love inside you can't give that to someone if you don't have self-worth you can't help people to feel worthy and there's also you know taking time out for myself is actually is kind of my number one priority actually and i don't always get this right most of the time i do but i don't always because when i take time out for myself i i give myself those selfish moments i have so much balance joy love self-worth all of those trust in life that I, that they can overflow into my life mm. and it means that i'm able to be the best father that i can be and give out as much love as i can be it means i'm able to be the best husband that i can be and mm. love my wife in the way that she deserves mm. and it becomes selfless yeah and it's a bit of a revolving door if i'm honest you know to be selfless all of the time and find that balance it's not easy yeah. but just being able to talk about it and have um you know and have people around you that understand that mm. enables you to do that and if if you can get to that place of selflessness the world would switch on its head mm. you know everything would change i mean i mean that's massive i mean people would change the way our generations would change i mean global companies would change politics would change even religion and religious power would probably change for that that would be huge and i think that if you're someone that can tap into that love and that selflessness you carry you kind of carry that much light and love in yourself if yeah. you're glowing that bright you can't go to a place of darkness darkness doesn't exist hmm. and if we could all share that between us and um you know remove that belief that gets ingrained into us by society about us and them and um there's an enemy out there if we could all connect and become one and love and support each other from a place of selflessness yep. i think um well i would be out of a job because no it's <laughs> <laughs> another goal you know what i'll take that i would i would love to be out of a job for that reason yeah yeah, yeah. beautiful I think it very much makes me think about this, uh, <clears throat> you know, kind of mission first, um, because like, I speak about like put family first, and like a lot of people kind of misunderstands that because they think, but okay, so do I always have to spend time with my family? And really, like it's really exactly as you say. It's the question is, okay, if I put my family first, who do I need to become then? How do I need to master myself? How, how do I need to take care to myself? to even show them any kind of love and as you say like if i don't love myself i can't love my family and for me to be able to love myself okay the thing that i need and and what you speak about also is that selflessness is actually serving a higher mission it's actually being out on the purpose that is bigger than myself because i know if i lock myself into room and said let's get happy i'm gonna get mis miserable because like as like oh what makes me feel good you know it's kind of this you know they, they had this uh, installed this on the monkey you know this kind of orgasm button you know that and yeah. the, the the monkey pushed the button and got an instant orgasm and did it like 100 times a day and and it's like but that's it that's all there is but actually what is the next level and then as it's like for us for me to put family first i need a mission to serve something greater that doesn't make me small yeah 
and and for me to start a mission i need to stretch i need to grow all the time and i need to take care of myself so if i don't work out if i don't breathe if i don't do my meditation or whatever it is i cannot be present with my family and the same thing like in that revolution if we don't work with something that we care about that we're passionate about i can't show up in my life i can't be there for my family at all in the same way so it's actually the mission that's far beyond me that drives me to, to support my family and that makes me then i actually come third and then i automatically have to become the best yeah i really resonate with what you're saying there actually um it's purpose hmm. right because if you don't know your why then you don't have your purpose hmm. and if you don't know your why then what is the point why why are you doing everything you do why are you getting up in the morning why are you going to work why are you um, loving your family why are you why are you creating this family why those are the the question why 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 needs to be answered and I, it's interesting that you bring that up actually because you know I, I like i specify my my area of expertise is self-healing and that's what the angel i'm wearing is actually funny enough is that's the three ingredients there there and there which I believe when you apply those three ingredients light up the miracle inside ourselves, which is the heart of the angel. And the bottom triangle there is represents purpose. And I believe that purpose is kind of the foundation of the healing process, because if we don't have purpose, we don't have passion and passion creates energy. Passion creates something inside of us that lights our fire that enables us to do it to do everything that we do really and to do it with love and joy mm. so yeah serving the bigger mission is um it's a beautiful thing and it, and actually it makes it makes us feel part of something it's a sense of belonging mm. you know we all have that need to belong uh we we have it through school we have it for our working lives and um and actually you know ironically the number one barrier between where we are now and that real sense of belonging that we so desperately crave mm. is the need to fit in. Yep. You know, so many people want to fit in, so they create an identity for one crowd, they create an identity for another crowd, and mm. um, that fitting in is the barrier for the need to belong. Mm. And that's, that's a big problem. And when we have a true passion and true purpose and we're serving the greater mission, it kind of all of that seems to synchronize in a beautiful way. And I felt that myself, uh, my own experience, once, once I knew that my purpose was to help to heal people. And my mission actually, um, my mission is to heal millions of lives across the planet, because mm. I believe to live in a healthy body, feeling loved and feeling fulfilled is a right and not a privilege. Mm. And since I was able to really feel that and nail my mission down into that statement and, and become a part of that, my purpose and my passion has grown and it's actually helped me to heal. And um, I think if everybody could tap into their purpose, that would be a beautiful thing. The world would change for that. Yeah. <clears throat> so like you, I know you have a, a very powerful uh, healing concept. I'm really happy to, to dive in more to that. And I want to get there by, by kind of inviting and, and, and checking with you you know, this kind of statement is like, why wait until you're ill or life is almost over before you're willing to live life uh, like you would love yourself? So with that, like, what does it take to kind of level up, uh, like when it comes to self-worth or kind of awareness of the potential that we could live? Uh, like, I go with this concept of like, uh, yeah, optimize yourself, be the best version of yourself or, or live for a higher purpose. They're very true to me. Uh, so what do you see, like, how people are holding themselves back or not allowing themselves to be as good as they can be? Mm. Okay, so I think this is the question. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, everybody wants to live their best life. Everyone wants to feel amazing. And the two processes that I apply and that I've withdrawn are this, and it's super simple. Um, the first one is, like, resistance drive decision. You know, and I think most people, they don't, they take themselves out before they even get a chance to get going. Um, what I mean by that is the resistance is the resistance to change can be in the body. It can be in the mind. It can be in life. And 
um, when we when we want to change, like our bodies, they change. It changes neurolinguistically, and it changes our chemistry. Actually, starts to change, and our bodies can resist. And if people haven't made that conscious decision that they want to change, that they're willing to step into the best version of themselves and really start to unlock the power within. I think they get taken out before they even know that they've started, before they even realize, get taken out by their mind, the little voice that says they're not good enough. So the first step is definitely just to acknowledge and just bring into your conscious awareness, like, yes, I'm going to do something, it's possible. If I can, if, if he can do it, I can too. And that's why I say to people, I'm just a normal guy. If I can do it, you can too. So when people acknowledge that, I take them through two processes, resistance, drive, decision, help them to understand what they're resisting, why the resistance is, because they may not realize it and don't let life take them out. Connect to a deeper drive, you know, not just a purpose, but the question is, what are the consequences if you don't change? What will life be like in 10, 15, 20 years? And then to feel the connection to what life could be like if you're willing to change. And when someone connects to that deeper drive, it becomes part of who they are. So, and then it becomes a decision. So it's resistance, drive, decision. When it becomes a decision um, on a chemical level, it, it no longer is a belief for like, yes, I, maybe I can do this or I think I want to change. It becomes a knowing, it moves into the body, it becomes second nature. And that decision becomes cellular. The body starts to shift its chemistry. And when you've made a decision like that, the rest starts to fall away and it becomes easy. That's when it starts to become beautiful. The journey becomes a little bit messy, a little bit fun, but it's beautiful. And then the second process is this, super simple. It's a three-step process and it's knowing, doing, being. And, and what I mean by that is the first step, knowing, is like a conscious focus. It's adopting a new philosophy and a new level of awareness and bringing it into your, into your conscious mind, into the front of your mind. Yeah. And when you do that, this new philosophy is that I can be who I want to be. I can fulfill the mission I want to. I can step into a greater version of myself. Yeah. And by taking that conscious focus you start to begin to think greater than you feel and think greater than your body and your environment now. And when you focus on something, even just for one hour, one, one, one hour of intense focus actually doubles the amount of connections in your brain. And then you start to become the change that you want to see. So that's kind of the knowing. Then the second step, the doing is, is I call this a healing reality. And that's when I, this is what I do with my clients. I help them to build up um, what the he healed version of themselves look like. So the what? What did you say? The healed? The healed version of themselves looks like. So you can apply this process to anything in life. Um, so it could be the best version of yourself or whatever your goals are. But I'm talking in a healing fashion right now. But the second process is creating the healed version of yourself. And, that, and that's knowing what or where you want to be. And when you... When you do that, I help people to do a breathing exercise which teaches the body to feel safe. Yeah. And when you feel safe, you open up a window of possibility and limitless potential within yourself. Yeah. And, as, and then through that window, we, I, I take my clients through a process where we jump through that window into limitless potential and into a new reality. And we do this through visualization techniques. Yeah. And that new reality um, becomes, it starts to manifest. And then the third step it moves into physical reality and that's the beautiful part because you don't need to do anything mm. you just sit back and surrender and accept the possibility within yourself and you start to see physical manifestation of your healing reality and that's when the body starts to physically change the mind the way of thinking starts to change and what happens there not only do you ignite your body's innate ability to heal itself you initiate healing in that moment. Mm. But actually, as you begin to change, your internal world begins to change, your external world begins to change. And people are using this simple step-by-step -step process to change their reality, to create a new life, life for themselves, a new lifestyle. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a simple step-by-step -step process. So just to recap, 
so people get it. It's resistance drive decision, like effectively moving yourself out your own way. <laughs> and then the second process is knowing, doing, being. Conscious focus, healing reality, physical reality. Those two processes um, come under the umbrella of mind-body healing. It's what we're doing here with conscious success and it's transforming people. And I want to share that with the world because I believe it's a beautiful thing and it's powerful. And that I believe will have, has the power to change millions of lives. That's beautiful. Thank you. Like I love, love the, the clarity of this process. Like I love these three steps, super powerful. It makes me really curious, like, because we speak about you're a dadpreneur, right? So you run a business. Uh, this is what you do. You help people heal. And it's amazing. And I want to hear of you, like with this process, because you can obviously teach it in like any kind of, of things. I see this process in, in, in marketing and in sales. A lot of dads are struggling to get their business going, right? And it's like, oh, I need to provide and I can't and what should I do, you know? get a job get the security so if you would put this in the, in the business context like how do you see that you have used this because like actually on the third level we have the physical manifestation and that is kind of in the business is to get clients or to get sales or gets money rolling in uh, and and it's obvious like what with the people i work with and and, and the communities i'm part of like the mindset is the biggest issues like the knowing is not in sync with the results people want and their experience of scarcity and struggle uh, so do you see how one can use this in the context of business and how have you used this concept to kind of allow your business to, to move ahead? Okay, so just to be clear, I'm not a business expert. I mean, I do have, <laughs> I do have two successful businesses actually. Mm. So I do have experience, but um, that's not my expertise. However, one thing I, I do know for sure is that when you have the right business model, which go to a business expert for that, get the right business model, know with clarity what, what value you're adding to people's lives. Because when you have a product or service that adds value to people's lives and you're willing to deliver that with value, you can't go wrong, right? Get that in place, get your business model in place, get yourself set there. And then I, I personally would say that the most important thing is to align yourself. You know, there's lots of books out there, famous books like The Secret that talk about the law of attraction and they say things like, you know, get your inner world right and your outer world takes care of itself and all those types of things. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. You know, if you're in a place where up here, where in the mind can live um, thoughts, past experiences, the ego, all of those things that take us out, that, that, that feed the little voice that sits behind your ear, right? Hmm. And I know that everybody watching this has a little voice. And I know that because everybody in the world does. Yeah. And the little voice sounds just like us and it's very convincing. Um, it's like a master of illusion. Hmm. But actually when you, can, when you can learn to understand that and align yourself so that you can add value to people's lives from a place of, from a place of love, integrity, honesty, um, you can't go wrong with that because when you add true value to people's lives, whether it's through your product or whether it's through your service, it can only make people's lives better and that can only be successful. My own experience was put this process together and learn how to add value to people's lives truly. And then work, I actually worked for free for a while. I was coaching and mentoring for free. Um, I still have um, one client actually that I'm working for free because I took her on before I started doing all of my paid work. Huh. And my, my sole purpose was to heal these people because on a selfish and selfless level is the truth. Because I knew that if I make an impact to those people's lives and healed them, I gave them true value with real integrity and honesty and truth that I was the real deal because there's a lot of people that claim to be healers out there mm. and there's a lot of people that don't actually get people healed, mm. you know, get the true results. If I can apply my processes, get people true results, add true value to people's lives, the business can only be a success because people mm. will want to come to me, they'll want that service because it's a valuable service and then they'll pay. And actually, I believe personally, when you get those foundations and those fundamental things right, then the rest falls into place. And I think so many people, and I was one of these people, actually, um, so many people get caught up in the marketing very early on. How do I market? How do I run a business? How do I understand it? 
if you sideswipe all of that, leave that for when you've got a good value, good valuable service, a good valuable product. Wait, just add value to people's lives. When you're doing that well, then learn about marketing, then learn how to run a business, then do all of those things because they are fundamental too, of course. But get yourself aligned, add value to people's lives, do that with integrity, and the rest falls into place, is what I believe. Does that make sense? I think it's amazing. Well put. Like yeah. I, I can totally resonate with all that you're saying. That it's it's uh, a lot of people like are putting looking for the solutions out there. Like it's the biggest issue. Like I think I can imagine it's the same in the healing world. Also, like I'm looking for the best quick fix, how to take care of my my shit. But actually, if we look out there, there is no solution. Of course, I might find you, but I find you not because you're out there, because you're already in here, because there is an alignment. If I see what is true to me. And I think it's so right. It's like it's about adding value to people's life. And that is free. Like it, you don't have a marketing budget to add value to people's lives. And that's where people go wrong. It's like, and that is business. Like a lot of people think that business is an idea, but business is not an idea. M business is about a meeting of two people where there's a value exchange. And it doesn't matter what the value exchange is, but there is a value exchange. And, and it's not an idea that's needed. It's two people are needed and a willingness to give from both parties. And then we have a successful business transaction. So first really find the people, connect to the people from that desire. And what is magic that happens then, as soon as we are in a position where we can help and serve someone, it's like biologically that is fulfilling, that is exciting, that feels purposeful, that feels gives us experience of belonging and love and all these things. And wh what are all these measurements of? Like a lot of people call that success or fulfillment. And that's the key we're actually looking for. And again, these are all free. We can all access this by saying, hey, I have a beautiful gift. I would love to share it with you. Are you willing to receive it? And say, yes, ah, my life is perfect. And that very moment is perfect. And if I can add that, do that a couple more times every day, then the exchange will start to happen just to say if the, if the value is really there, if the impact is really there. So I think it's, it's very, very spot on. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that uh, clarity. You're very welcome. Yeah. And, I, and actually, you know what? You, I, I mean, my experience is, is the moment that I really understood that and started to feel that, I had people willing to support me in my business as well. And then I wanted to support other people. And all of a sudden, I've got this network of people that can really add value to my clients' lives and, and I can add value to their clients' lives. And all of a sudden, the network grows. And it's like, Wow. I've been trying so many years so hard and mm. the moment I just align myself internally, I find true integrity and truth. Yeah. The moment I add value to people's lives, all of a sudden I get this global network. Mm. And it's like, wow, I've been trying so many years so hard and it, and it can be easy if you're willing to look within. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. <laughs> and just shift the questions like, we're trained we come from this like our grandfathers they were working in the factory lines working hard like they were harder working men and thanks to them and of course the grandmothers we we are here like they put food on the table so our parents could be born and so on uh and but which the issue is that we're trained to work hard and therefore we still think about that like what is the how can i figure it out and it's, this is kind of the look like how do i figure it out <clears throat> how do i fight through it and with that, with those questions, we will find those kind of answers. And then we shift answers like, what is the easy way? What is the way of allowance? What is the way of synchronicity of, uh, like, of, of, of benefiting each other and just expanding? Or we ask these questions like, bam! Yeah, we're trained, right? we're trained from, you know, from when we first start school through secondary school, and then we go into our working life. You must work hard. You must work hard. You know, working hard. I mean, this is how I was told, you know, working hard is everything. And, you know, don't misunderstand me. Working hard is important, but work smart first. <laughs> you know, work smart first. And actually, you know, I believe that working smart is working in the mirror, you know, working here. And when you work here, you know, and, and actually when you connect to the mission, you know, work becomes a part of who you are because you're a part of that mission. And, you work hard. Like I work super hard. I work long hours and it not, not a minute feels like work. And that's the real truth, uh, you know, and, and there's the difference. I think, you know, the moment I stopped trying to work hard, mm. I've never worked so hard, but it's never felt like work. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <clears throat>
And can you share some like what, what you're experiencing both from this working hard, but also kind of tapping it into this healing potential that you're sharing and giving to the world? Like what actually happens when people shift its perspective and, and, and you know, tap into the self-healing potential of themselves? What are like the short-term benefits and wins and what are the long-term transformations happens that happens? Oh, wow. That's an awesome question. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, I'll, t I'll talk about some of my clients, actually, because they're real life examples. Um, I'm going to talk about a gentleman in, in Ireland who I just finished mentoring. Uh, and, I, and I'm OK to mention his name. I've asked him if, if this is OK before. A guy called Julian. And actually, before before he started mentoring with me, this was his life. He was he had chronic back pain. He had vertigo quite severely six to seven times a week. So pretty much constantly uh, tinnitus and which is like the buzzing in the air constant and he felt like life wasn't worth living and uh, he had never tried to commit suicide but he didn't want to live so he was at that point and he took a lot of valium prescription drugs to mask the pain emotionally and physically um and very quickly very quickly using this he started to be able to not only alleviate some of the pain that he was going through f physically but able to start to connect with who he was, able to rip out some of the past traumas he had, and he was able to start to fall back in love with life. And the benefits of this are not only physical healing in the body, not only emotional healing, being able to smile, laugh, and just do the simple, beautiful things in life, but he was able to make new friends because he had a few friends, not many, but it turns out they were more like kind of bullies than friends. He was able to make deeper, meaningful friendships. He was able to start dating again, something he hadn't done for a long time. He, he wasn't right for him. He, he didn't have the confidence. So confidence building. He actually got a new job and a new career. He moved house into, an, into a nicer house and a new environment. And his life literally changed in every aspect. And that's happening for, for other clients as well. Um, I've got a lady who's um, got MS and... One of the things that really shifted for her very quickly is she, she's got a, um, a young baby and she didn't trust her hands because she wasn't sure whether her hands were going to let her down when she was holding her child. And to be, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, I've got a young child to be able to be holding her, holding Ava and then not trusting your hands, fearing that you're going to drop your child and that you could put your own child's life in danger as a mother must be. It must be horrible. And we were able to bring strength back to her hands and she was able to be able to remove the anxiety and actually start to really adopt that loving feeling that should be between a mother and a child and a son. So that there's just so many changes, so many real life examples of change happening using this process. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful thing. It really is. That's amazing. Beautiful examples. I can totally relate to 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 both of this. Uh, you know, holding ourselves back, and then something happens. Mm. <clears throat> but I, I'm I'm really curious in, in like because we all can heal, right? And like we're never done healing, or mm. why is that? Yeah. I was just going to say, sorry, it's, it's just like it's a bit of a revolving door, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, we have moments where we heal and we line up, and and then there's life takes us out again, you know life happens to us sometimes but it's about learning that life doesn't happen to us we have control mm. and having the tools to deal with life so um like julian for example you know he healed himself physically emotionally he started to manifest new things in his life as a result of him lining himself internally mm. that doesn't mean that life's going to be beautiful and pretty mm. for the rest of his life because life life throws up challenges what it means is when life throws up challenges, he has the awareness to understand that it's not personal. He can zoom out and see the situation for what it is. And he now has the tools to move through it. And that's very empowering. He now has the confidence and he can be empowered. And so no longer does life happen to him. He makes life happen. And that's the point. And that's like the revolving door. 
we don't just get to the top of the mountain and it's a beautiful place and we can sit there and absorb the view for the rest of our lives. It's not how it works. <laughs> Sometimes we just fall off and we fall down the mountain a little bit and we have to do some more climbing. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're all we're all at that point. You know, I have to climb the mountain quite often. <laughs> yeah. um, but having the tools to be able to climb the mountain is the point. I imagine this. Uh, have you have you been climbing mountains? Um, not literally, not a not a mountain. I've done um, I've done like hill climbs and rock climbs, but not yeah. mountain climbs. And like I've been on on some like more more hikes in, in Sweden. Yeah. And what what is then like? walking up the the you know the, the mountain hill is like oh there's the top when when you come to the top you realize no what that wasn't the top it's actually another top here but you couldn't see it because that top was in the way so it takes the arrival there to see what is the next level yeah and so yeah. that's a celebration but it, and they say oh there's the top but actually no it's not we come there and it's the same thing and it can be like that for days and i think in life it's always the same of course sometimes you slip back But it's actually from each like success or achievement we do, like we will never truly arrive because every moment is the arrival, and and breathing into that. But it's always the next step to to achieve. And it's like I heard someone saying like each level has a new devil, and I really like, oh my god, like okay, here is the next. You know, you speak about millions of people. It's like, what does it take to achieve that impact, and what are the fears and and all these things that you will have to meet to get there, you know. It's a beautiful journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's brave to get out there with that kind of mission. I'm really, like, curious to hear about, you know, if it is like that, like, we all, you know, this is a revolving door, and we get into the awareness that we can be kind of in control, and, and a lot of people are there, but also I want to hear you share some about how we can tap into the kind of worthiness that I am... You know to receive this help or to receive like what are the things that are holding people back kind of from reaching out to you or reaching out to anyone you think that to expand their potential or, or expand their truth or, or become more of who they could be that just like the first step of, of coming out reaching out yeah the first step is often the hardest step actually is mm. you know i think that most people have this coat of armor that they wear and they pick up this mask of bravery and they hold it in front of themselves and they have this shield as well, like this shield of protection that they wear to go into battle. And it's like, actually, if you're willing to put down the armor and um, be willing to let people in and ask for help is the first step. It's like ask for help and be willing to be loved and supported. Because the truth is we can't go through life and do all of this on our own. It, that's impossible but just being able to ask for help it is the first step and you know i'm here to help people to love and support and guide people through that process yeah. and there's there's lots of people that can do that you know i have i have a coach now that helps me do that as well because i'm human so i think just to, to keep it really simple actually is just acknowledge it and be willing to ask for help yeah. and the willingness to ask for help can often feel vulnerable you know taking off the coat of armor taking off the mask of bravery putting down the shield of protection it feels like all of a sudden we've exposed ourselves and we're very vulnerable yeah. but actually co courage comes hand in hand with vulnerability mm. you cannot have courage without vulnerability mm. ask you ask i challenge you to speak to anyone that's overcome something big in their lives that's created success in their lives that's done something that's difficult yep. and ask them the honest question you know did they feel vulnerable and if they're speaking the truth you will get yes i yep. felt vulnerable it was difficult and that's that's what happens to speak the people that i speak to that have reached out and started their healing journey the people i work with every single person has been through that process having the courage to reach out and ask and being willing to be vulnerable in that moment yep. and being vulnerable is a beautiful thing So I would say to anyone watching this, be willing to be vulnerable because by removing the mask of bravery, you actually step into true bravery. And that's a beautiful thing. Did, did that answer your question? I think it's beautiful. And it reminds me so much about like what I think, like we're a new generation of dads coming, like the constant new generation of dads. But I think you're capturing it very nice, very beautifully, like because we have this, 
we have the you know the tough guy, uh, dad or you know the one that like the managing the house like it's his rules, and then we also have this the the guy that came after that came the dad that came after that he's the nice guy, that is the pleaser that cares of every, everything, and then we have this dad that I am really inviting both in myself and in, in, in people around me, and that's the 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 dad that has the courage and has the vulnerability. Yeah. Because these two attributes were not really in the tough guy, they were not there, and in, in the nice guy, they're not either there. They can seem to be there, but authentically to be there, they are not. And it's really to see that we need, if we're not courageous, or if I'm not courageous, I cannot, I, I really can't be vulnerable because, like, I need to put myself out there. And, and for me, I need accountability of a huge mission, otherwise, I will start playing small. And then I, I do not have to show up in a vulnerable way. Yeah. So like, yeah. what is the environment and context that pulls me out of myself? Yeah. And once you once you speak to someone, once you out it, you literally speak it. Hmm. You then that's the accountability. Once yeah. you once you ask someone, it's often the hardest thing to do. Hmm. It's like going to the gym, right? The hard bit is taking the plunge to buy the gym membership and actually getting your bum off the chair getting in the car and going to the gym once you're through the door it's like oh this wasn't so tough yeah like in my head it was so tough you know <laughs> but actually and it's the same process right yeah. the hardest bit is just taking that first step and just saying yes you know yeah. saying yes and i think fear is the thing that holds us back i i meet so many people that say i don't think i'm good enough yeah. but you say if if i can do it he can if, if you can do it i can too but but you're special, you're this, you're that. But that's not the truth. We're all human, actually. And we all just have different layers in the way, different roadblocks, different perspectives. You know, we're very different, but we're all the same, <laughs> you know, which is the truth. And actually, you know, fear is just not the truth. You know, you get, you get fear and you get the truth and they're, and they're just you can't have them both in the same room together, really, if that makes sense. Connect with the truth and who you really are and start to purge out that fear and you become limitless in that moment, you know? Beautiful. Keisha, what is the, like, what is your next goal or what is your next thing that you are going for achieve and, and uh, what kind of support resources do you need to fulfill that next goal of yourself on your mission? Oh, wow. Um, my next goal is to create big events where I can teach people these processes, but not just teach, help people to experience them in the event so that they actually initiate healing in their bodies in that moment. Yeah. You know, I don't want people to go and get a load of content, get the, get the knowledge and then yeah. not know how to apply it and experience it. So create events where people can experience and initiate healing in them in this moment. And then they can take that back and, you know, they can apply it in their lives and that creates love within them. It mm. creates healing and it's like a, a ripple effect, you know, it's, and it's like, for me, that's my big mission now is just to, to get this message out to as many people as I can, because when people can experience it in themselves, they can, it's like a gift, right? Mm -hmm. When you learn how to experience that, you, you can give it to your loved ones. You can teach your your wife or your husband or you can teach your children you can teach your friends yeah. and it's a beautiful thing so my mission now my next goal is to create these events yeah. and i'm already starting i've got workshops locally in colchester which are um four four hour events like half days yeah. and um i'm doing that with about between 30 and 50 people at a time yeah. um so I'm doing that in Colchester locally. So if anyone wants to join that, the next one is on the 16th of November. Um, and then we want to take it to a deeper level, you know, and really initiate that. So that's my next goal yeah. is to reach as many people as I can through that. Yeah. Eventually I want to amplify that and take it global. So I want to create events that are like week long yeah. events where people go as one person and leave a completely different person, but who they really are. No, I don't want people to change into something they don't want to be. I want them to connect with who they really are, leave behind their limitations, leave behind those conditionings, those fears, all the things holding them back, step into a, uh, the, their potential, 
and unlock something great within them. And through that process, in the middle there, they'll initiate healing on such a deep and powerful level. I want people to be able to come to the event with an illness or an injury and leave without it. Hmm. And that, that's, my, that's my goal and my mission. Hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I like the level you're putting it on. It's, it's possible. You know, I, had, uh, I did an hour-long workshop recently. Hmm. And there was a, a lady there and she was with her daughter. And her daughter was on crutches. And all I did was just a little bit of theory based on what I was doing. And then we just did 10 minutes of some breathing and, and tapping into our potential. Yeah. And after the workshop, I mean, the energy in the room felt good. I felt the connection. There was an experience there. I felt like healing had been initiated, right. but it was just an introduction. You know, yeah. I, I, the truth is I didn't actually expect anything magical to happen then. Yeah. I didn't think I had long enough with people in the room. Yeah. And when I was packing away, putting my flip chart down, doing that and chatting to people like you do, I walked down the stairs to leave the building and there was a, this lady and her daughter was stood there crying, like in tears. And I said, what's happening for you? What's going on in this moment? And she just looked at me and she was crying. And I said, is it okay to give you a hug? And we heart to heart. And in that moment, as we, as we cuddled heart to heart, she just like emotion like she just cried and released something i don't know what she released but she released something okay then she looked at her mum and she gave her mum the crutch and she just walked off and then she walked back and i was like uh, what what's going on what's going on and like tell me here tell me what's happening <laughs> and her mum started to cry and she looked at her daughter she looked her in the eyes and she said, no more living in the past. And her daughter looked back at her mum and said, I promise mum. And they both cried. And afterwards, it was so beautiful that the moment and the energy was just like, it was like this relief, like, yes, I'm home almost. And when I said, what's happened? Her mum said, she's been on crutches for five months and she's had this infection in her foot and the doctors don't know whether it's a virus or an infection or what it is she's had antibiotics she's had um painkillers and nothing's worked and her foot was really swollen and in that moment she walked so that just gives you an idea of how powerful this is when we're willing to accept and surrender the possibility and the potential to the possibility and the potential that we have within ourselves what can really happen and if i and if that can be facilitated in an hour yeah. imagine what can be done in a day two days a week yeah. you know i'm not talking about spending months and months healing i'm talking about spending a week surrendering deeply yeah. and something magical happening unlocking a potential human consciousness is i believe is the most powerful force on this planet yeah. you tap into that you tap into something limitless yeah. mm. Thank you. <laughs> so where can people find you and connect to you? What is the best place? Uh, I have um, a Facebook page called Conscious Success. Um, just spell it like this. <laughs> if I show you. Uh, if you conscious Success. So um, you can get me through there. If the best way to actually be contacted and contact me, though, is probably... Go to my website. It's www.aaron.timsofficial. My name is spelled double A-R-O-N-T-I-M-M-S. Go to aaron.timsofficial.com. You'll be able to download the free ebook and contact me. There's direct um, contact through there. So people will be able to see on there, you know, a little bit more details about what I've spoken about and um, start to see the potential within themselves, hopefully, when they see that. And they can contact me directly through there. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much, Aaron, for joining the Dadpreneur Revolution live cast and, and podcast. It's been a huge pleasure. I'm super excited to hear your stories and the immense, huge healing power that you invite people into. I really love the part of you. Like I see the power of facilitation and guidance and healer that you are. And the only thing you speak about is the healing power of others. And 
you're creating this space. So I'm really, again, honoring the humility and the strength and the power and the courage and the mission that you are on. Uh, it's such a pleasure to, to see you and it's a huge blessing that you're on here on this earth doing what you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a real honor to be able to share the message and connect with you. Um, and I love the work that you're doing, empowering dads and helping people to shine their light. Um, you know, I feel like we're doing very similar things in different ways. So it's an honor to connect with you. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. <clears throat> and for you joining the uh, live cast, thank you so much for being here. We'll soon be back with another inspiring dadpreneur sharing their story and the link to Aaron's site and the conscious success if they're not already in the notes right here they will soon be so please click and get to know him and follow him and support him and maybe if you don't don't live close to him he will probably at some point come close to you otherwise it's definitely worth traveling there but really the world that we're creating at dadpreneur revolution is a world where dads can live a life without any compromise where you are enough where you're enough with your family, where your business is enough, where you create amazing success and changes and transformations for your clients. So all this can com be combined and it actually doesn't take more of you, it takes less of you. And just as Aaron shared, we can work smarter, we can work from inside and not achieve what is outside. Then we can do much more with much less. So thank you so much for joining. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Beautiful, thank you.